You want to make your fantasy sports league more than a fantasy? Then you need Trophy Smack. It's the number one store for fantasy and tournament trophies, belts, draft boards, loser awards, and other ridiculous products. Trophy Smack is more than just a trophy company with outstanding customer service and products. It's the very essence and heart of every fantasy league. And if you click now, trophysmack.com gives you free shipping, a free loser poster, and can have the hardware to you in a few days. Bragging rights included. Go to trophysmack.com right now and take your fantasy league to the next level. It's about to be a jovial 60 minutes, my dude. And you hear right now, right now, what you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all the places, and you hear right now, right now, what you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all when the dynasty, but does she like me? Feel like a plumber sleeping. Now that's a pipe dream for the right fee. I might be entitled to the title, be on top like the cherry of an ice cream. Sunday, Sundays, that's the one day I can come play, come play, never complain. Cause I know the boys gon' drop a pod, prop up my squad so I can talk a lot. But here we go again, it's a new year. Rookie's flowing in, it's some new tears. Who here to do fear? Bounce bells off of their chest like boutonnieres. It's a new year. Happy hour, yeah, yeah Let me ask you this, are you trying to get picks? Are you trying to get rich? Are you trying to get ships? Then you're trying to get this And you hear right now, right now What you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all the places And you hear right now, right now What you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all Hey, welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. I hope you enjoyed the midweek pod with my boys James and Tyler and the guest host Damon. James, I hope you um, did like a little bit of rehearsal in front of the mirror and you were like <laughs> unique New York or the Silver Surfer was denied a bank loan. Um, he did not if your, you listen. To get you warmed up. <laughs> no, I'm saying I hope he did it before this podcast. Like he warmed up the jaw um, a little bit, you know. That makes sense. Yeah. So I mean, I recording it on a Wednesday when I usually don't record on a Wednesday. Antitidium? What, what was it? Antianthium. <laughs> Antianthium. <laughs> I love their pretzels. They're so good. I mean, you know, it's pretzel metal. Antianthium. Is that a new crypto? Antianthium? I think so. Antianthium. I mean, it's going to hit crypto. Tonight, man. Oh, dude, sure. I feel that. I feel that. We have uh, up, up here in Boston. Shout out to Tommy Sweeney. Um, we have a, a brewery, it's the Harpoon Brewery, and the only food they serve is pretzels. And they are like big, awesome pretzels. And they have like a cinnamon sugar pretzel. There's like three different types. The only food you can get, and they are absolutely delish. So shout out the Harpoon Brewery in Boston. Boston nice. kid. So yeah, we're gonna bring you week nine. We're doing we're going back, we're changing formats because Tyler likes to keep it fresh. You know, I never know what I'm gonna get. He's like a box of chocolates. Um, he's not quite as smart as Forrest Gump. With that hat on, he kind of looks like him. But, you know, we never know what we're going to get. So we're going to give you game by game. We're not going to go over news um, because we just did that. These guys just did that. So if you're looking for news, you're not going to get that. But we're going to cover the injuries and stuff as we go game by game this week. Let's get into week nine. Are we going to do this? Let's do yeah, this. Let's All right. So we're going to start with <laughs> Thursday night, which was a, a kind of low-key exciting game. The Colts, they take a huge lead. They win 45 to 30. The Jets come storming back. Mike White gets injured in this one with a wrist injury. And then Josh Johnson goes ham sandwich, 317 yards and three touchdowns, and uh, brings to life dynasty darling Elijah Moore now that he is, he's got pumped into life now, and he looked great. Jonathan Taylor, the RB1 going forward in the season, uh, 19 for 172, two touchdowns, a couple of uh, receptions. Just uh, a great game by him. And I know Tyler was was – pooping on me like oh he gets these long runs like it's a bad thing like oh my god he had a 78 yard touchdown right he's, that's bad. all he does <laughs> the second the second you say sell a player people take it ex- out of context hey it's 2021 we take everything out of context so i no, guess that's I didn't on take me. it out of context like why would why would you sell him now like i never it's, and it's we, out of we con- advise out of not context. to it was out of context everybody's no, like why no. would you sell 
No, I but, said you, you know, made it. You made it sound like long runs are a bad thing. No, like, oh my god, I mean, he's talented I, and he breaks long touchdowns. I watched. Runs. I watched so. AP do it every single week in Minnesota, and he yeah. was the RB one for years. So, I mean, uh, the context was: if you are a contender, keep him, hold him for dear life, because he's going to win you weeks. But if you you know, rebuilding around a second he, year running back is just a failed strategy. But if that's all you have, you know exactly what I mean. Yeah, you'd be like, I'll sell him for Brandon Ayuk and uh like you know four Mike other pieces. Williams. Yeah, <laughs> Mike Williams. Give give we'll me talk about him two, later. give me a twenty twenty two first, a twenty twenty two second, a twenty twenty three first, twenty twenty three second, J- uh, not enough. Javante Williams and a piece. Stafford just picked uh, uh just got pick sixed. Really? Who yeah. was it this time? Not sure who it was. <laughs> the good All news right. is I'm up against Matthew Stafford and Scott Fishbowl. So was let's it Byard? Byard? 31? Yes. <laughs> All right. We are going to go back to the Colts. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to do an IDP celebration. I'm behind in a couple of leagues and I needed Byard to PTFO and he's doing it. So All right, yeah, let's go back to the Colts. So Tyler Tell me what you saw in this game. You know, the Jets, there was a little bit of life there. Everyone was on Michael Carter this week. Yeah. Uh, The thing I'm looking at is hope. Hope that the weeks that Zach Wilson sat, he can maybe realize, hey, if I keep it simple, this offense works. If it can work for Josh Johnson who's 35 years old, if it can work for Mike White, who's been playing since 2018, was a fifth-round pick, and you know was on Dallas, now with the Jets. I mean, if it can work for those guys, and Zach Wilson has talent, it can work for him. Just keep it simple. Look at how the offense can move if you just keep it simple. I think Wilson, you know, those big plays worked at BYU. Those plays might not work in the NFL. I think maybe optimism he realizes that and he moves forward and takes off a little bit. So my personal, you know, thing I'm going to say about this game is, Hey, you know, if you can get Zach Wilson pretty cheap right now, take a shot because this we've realized the offense works. Zach Wilson just needs to stop being in his own head. I, I think it's a little bit more than that, Tyler. I think he needs to start reading defenses. And that's the problem. He he does not read the defense. He does not look for his reads in the proper rotation. His, or his Ross timing skills, is all. He's not going to get away with raw skills like he did. Josh play. Johnson, I'm going to tell you, did not read defenses. He I, escaped I, for his dear life, and then fair enough. Well. But Mike White was reading the defense in the first game that he played in, and in the first quarter before he went down in this one, and it w- looked like a competitive matchup until Mike White went out of the game. And to, not to be said, man, I, I am not a big fan of Zach Wilson. And although you can get him on the cheap right now, I'm not taking a shot, man. I'm, I'd am i rather I'd rather not. I don't so think Mike starting White works quarterback because he dumped off to Carter. No, I'm who not had saying, how many targets. I'm I mean, not saying, Carter got a ton of targets. Was a lot. <laughs> yeah. OK, maybe, but maybe that's the recipe for success for the Jets. Then that's all it takes. <laughs> if that's all it takes, why? Why hadn't he done it? Why Why is somebody that never took a snap in the NFL? Carter wasn't playing much. They were playing Tevin Coleman more than. I, I guess tomato, tomato in the scenario. I'm still not a big that, fan that, of Zach that, Wilson. I, I get that. And that's what I'm trying to get at is it's it's a wait. Like it, this is a wake up moment. Like we're going to see who Zach Wilson is after he comes back. Because if he falls on his face again. I mean, writing's on the wall. People are going to walk away. Hey, guys, I got a question for you. Who's been the biggest year two wide receiver breakout in 2021? Michael Pittman. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Michael Pittman is great. I think Mm -hmm. him and Wentz is a perfect marriage. And, you know, what we saw from Pittman last year was a little bit of inconsistency, but he is just being piped targets. And his ability to catch the 50-50 ball create separation. Now he's not an elite separator by any means, but he does enough to get open. And I just love Pittman's game. So yeah, Pittman's been the breakout year two wide receiver this year. He's and he's what Chris Whitman wanted Devonte Parker to be. That's a good analogy because you know, <laughs> Parker, yeah. it took him year four to break out. Right. And then he got signed and then he's been kind of missing. But yeah, Michael Pittman, 
He's been, I think he's wide receiver 15 on the season, maybe even better than that after this week. Cause this week for wide receivers was wide receiver five and PPR. Is he wide receiver five now? Yes. I was going to say, he's got to be, he's got to be a one. It was a down week for a lot of receivers this week. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I don't think that's Tyreek factoring Hill. in what happened this week, but there wasn't I, a lot of great He's been on it ever say. since. I wrote a great article on him in the offseason comparing him to Alshon Jeffrey, the kind of player that Good Wentz count. loved to target in, in the offense with um, – I'm sorry, I can't even remember the coach's name right now. Frank Reich, sorry. And – that we see that compatibility just coming back together. Like Wentz needs that big target, the guy that goes up and gets the 50-50 balls, like you mentioned. And Pittman has another level that I didn't expect. He actually has the speed to stretch yeah. across the field and run crossing routes, and I I love it. I am so glad that I knew that he was going to pop, and I'm, and I'm happy that he did. He's sitting at wide receiver five, which I did not even know. And that's just, that's great. Yeah, his value like, is I think going he's like wide receiver 15. No, no, he's way yeah, better. <laughs> I, I mean, he's going to be hard to be obtained after this, after this point. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Let's get into the next game. I think that's a good synopsis of the Jets and Colts. And I want to get too far because we'll be here for three hours, which is, <laughs> which is okay. I guess I don't have any games to play. So whatever. Um, I want to get into the, one of the, there was a lot of surprise outcomes this week. Mm. And I think the first one I want to talk about was the Browns and Bengals. Now, the Browns, they wave OBJ. He'll be claimed. If he is claimed, he'll be on a new team on Tuesday. If he doesn't get claimed, he'll be a street free agent, which I think is probably what's going to happen. Because if you pick him up at seven and a half million bucks, I look at Odell Beckham Jr. I don't want anything to do with him for that money. I just, I'm not a fan of his game currently. I heard the Saints are interested. Yeah, I'm sure they would be. But again, they're one of those teams. They're going to have to create some cat magic, sprinkle some fairy dust, make some moves in order for that to happen. But if he's a street free agent, then he can negotiate a deal. Whatevs, whatevs. But the Browns come out firing in this game. And, you know, the Bengals defense has played fairly well recently. And the Browns have struggled offensively. Well, this was a get-right game for the Browns. Baker Mayfield looked really good. Nick Chubb was back to doing healthy Nick God, Chubb things. So good. <laughs> um, you know, Donovan Peoples-Jones, a lot of people were hyping him up, you know, as the big um, benefactor of Odell Beckham Jr. He only had two receptions, but 86 yards and a touchdown. He had a long 60-yarder here. Um, David Njoku, my boy, caught a touchdown. And the Bengals struggled um, a lot. Burrow, a couple of picks. Mixon saved the day with two touchdowns. But Jamar Chase, two down games in a row now as, as far as targets and yardage goes. I'm not overly concerned. And I'm loving T. Higgins' usage here. So, James, any thoughts on Browns-Bengals? Uh, I think it really had a lot to do with the Cleveland Browns' defense. We saw two yeah. interceptions, five sacks, a fumble recover, recovery, and a touchdown. Like, that's – that. If you if your defense is spinning on all cylinders, it's going to be a tough sledding for the op, for the opposing offense. And I don't think the offensive line for Cincinnati expected it. I, I think they got ramsacked. And the only way they were squeezing out touchdowns were through Joe Mixon. Higgins looked okay. Jamar Chase, he dropped a couple uh, of important ones, I believe. Yeah. And and that was discouraging a little bit. So sell them for twenty twenty two first. Hurry and do it. Must be preseason all over again. Where's the people that are saying I told you so? What I will say is though, it it was more so the Cleveland defense that stopped the Bengals than the Browns offense as a whole. I mean, you think about it; they were finally spinning with a healthy Nick Chubb, and that that is something great. We've seen. Flashes of DPJ doing some things. He finally connected. Baker was playing with some more attitude, he, which he needed to do. Maybe he's feeling a little bit better coming off that torn labrum. Maybe you know, he's that's, not. Maybe he's feeling not, not the pressure to target Odo Beckham Jr. All the time. Right. It already came out that that was it. He was very stressed. He can with play looser yep. because of the fact he he felt like he had to get him the ball. Like that came out after he was gone. Was like OBJ said he or. Baker said he felt like an anxiety almost because he felt like he had to get him the ball more. Otherwise, you know, stuff would happen. He doesn't want to hear Beckham chirping at him and all that jazz. Yep. Yeah. So Tyler, any thoughts on this game before we move along? Uh, I, my thought is Baker Mayfield look like Baker Mayfield that what we expected him to, he was seven of eight at one point and he had like a hundred and some, some yards because it's a big play to uh, Donovan Peoples Jones, but he was very efficient. 
and he didn't have to throw as much as what what the Browns want to do. Baker for a super flex league is a perfect number two quarterback. Yeah, for for years and years, and he's like he's, a, like, he's like a young Kirk Cousins. I feel like that would yeah, be his fantasy my career comp for him. Yes, yeah. and 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 he and Baker can always take another step. I still think he's got that in him. I I do think that they need another weapon, but I I think Baker's got that next step in him. If he's a guy that throws for thirty eight hundred yards and. 35 touchdowns and like six picks one year, it would not shock me. I don't think the yardage will ever be there, but I do think he'll throw a good not amount of touchdowns. Offense, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I really like Baker. If you had a buy-in opportunity, which looked like it was open, uh, it, it's definitely passed now. And if you still can, I would go out and get him and Anthony Schwartz, because I, I've got a weird feeling about Schwartz. Just, uh, be the Schwartz he, be with you. He could, he could be a guy that that kind of steps into a lot more playing time coming up. I think it's going to take him uh, the end of the season. Like just like we saw DPJ last year, it took him a year to actually feel comfortable in the offense, in the scheme before Baker really started to target him. And I mean, we saw a little flash of Anthony Schwartz at the beginning of the season and then he died off. So uh, I'm going to wait some time. It's a perfect buy now scenario. Uh, not too many people are talking about him. Everybody's going to be on DPJ. And yeah, that I mean, that makes perfect sense. I love Anthony Super, Schwartz. super young. Yep. Super young. Yeah. Also, go get David Njoku. That's all I'm saying. You should already have him. Well, I do have him in almost <laughs> and, every week. So. And Harrison Bryant. Yeah. I think Austin Hooper is going to be a cap casualty. So yeah. Yeah. Pave the way for Harrison Bryant. Go get him. You can get him in as a throw-in right now. So, All right, let's move on to the uh, another big, big upset. This game was sh- a shocker to me. The final score was the Denver Broncos 30, the Cowboys 16. It wasn't even that close. The, nope. the, the Cowboys didn't have any points going into the fourth quarter. Dak Prescott saves his fantasy day with a couple of touchdowns to drumroll Malik Turner. Uh, wasn't he wasn't he on the Packers I I swear there's a Malik Turner on the Packers or something I don't they're Taylor I think Taylor Malik Taylor I don't know yep yeah so anywho so he was on Seattle Malik Turner there you go uh so that saves his fantasy day it was it was ugly for all the big pieces CeeDee Lamb got nine targets only two catches Amari Cooper had a couple nice catches but nothing Zeke did nothing nobody did anything it was ugly for the Cowboys at home. This offense looked better last week with Cooper Rush. Very, Ooh. very strange game for me. Don't say De- that. Well, I mean, the big news in this one, Tyler, you talked about him a little bit earlier, Javante Williams. Yes. First 100-yard game. Kid's legit. I can't wait for 2022 Javante Williams because he's going to be a dog and he's going to be very, very good. But I'm a little concerned um, with Cortland Sutton. So we've seen Jerry Judy now back for two weeks. Sutton's had a couple a couple of really big games, and then he's been quiet. I'm a little frustrated as a Cortland Sutton owner. Are you concerned at all, Tyler? Well, I'm not a Cortland Sutton owner, so no, I am not worried at all because I am a Jerry Juder. Juder. <laughs> a Jerry Juder? <laughs> a Juther? It sounds like a, a, a dance in the 1950s. You do the do Jerry the Juder. Juder. Do you the do Juder. the Juder. Uh, yeah. I'm a Jerry Judy roster, so... I, I personally, uh, I love Judy's game. He fits Teddy Bridgewater. Who knows who the quarterback is for the Broncos next year? It could change for Sutton. I think he's a 2022 play. I think if, if you're able to buy low on him, I would do it later. Cause I still think the, the, the smell is on him from those big games. So once all that is washed off with Jerry Judy's performances, then you can go buy yourself some Sutton. But no, Javante, I was thinking about for comps. He's, he's got a little Marshawn in him. And I know I know uh, Ray Garvin had a comp for Marion Barber, and I see that a lot in him too. Mm-hmm. But Marion Barber wasn't the pass catcher that Javante can be. So I just, I, I keep going back to Marshawn. Like, like that's that's a comp that I have for Javante. Like he's, I don't think that's he just he loves contact, great contact balance. And I mean, he just fights and fights for every yard. And if you need him to catch the ball, he can catch the ball. He's going to be very fun to watch. And once again, we're talking about young players. Javante is 21 right now. He's yeah. super young. He's got a lot of tread on those tires because he split 
the work uh, the backfield with uh, Michael Carter. So yeah, if you had an opportunity to get him, it is gone. And if you have him, you've got an RB one for 2022. Yeah, I got him at the 109 in one of our um, sleeper leagues, and I didn't have a need at running back, but I took best player available, and I'm happy I did. Which is how you always should draft. Ding, 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 ding. James, any thoughts on this game before we move on to the lovely Texans-Dolphins? <laughs> I'm not quite afraid of Cortland Sutton actually going forward. Okay. I know he had a tough game. He's playing against one of the best cornerbacks in the league in Trayvon Diggs. We knew he was going Tim to Tim Patrick Torch Diggs, though. Tim Patrick's yes, a player, man. Tim Patrick's a very sneaky, sleepy play, man. I love it. With if he's ever a such... free agent and goes somewhere as like a number two, I'd love it. Uh, yes. Tim Patrick is a great name because it's just so average. It's just like <laughs> Tim Patrick. But to get back to Cortland Sutton, I don't have a problem with him going up against Philly next week. They're on a bye week 11. And then they play Kansas City, Detroit, Cincinnati, Vegas between weeks 13 and 16. So if you're competing... If you can go out and get Cortland Sutton, I I think it's a it's a good snag. Like, and you might be able to buy low right now with Judy coming back. Tim Patrick, what? I'm sorry. What would you give for like if you were out in the like if you're like okay, I want to buy. What would you pay? Because I've got a scenario for you that I think you'd like better. I'd be willing to give up probably a player and a pick. Not sure, depending on the player. If so, it's just a pick, you probably got to give up a late first for him. Right. Say, yeah, say I would your... say like a second and a third if I if I were just doing picks. Okay. That like at the moment that might not get it done. Right. The I thing the thing done. with me though is say you're in the rookie draft, which is filled with receivers. Say you're in the early second and you're and you personally aren't a fan of what's left. That would be an opportunity for you to be like, hey, let me go get Sutton, even because everybody falls in love. Right when you're on the clock, right when your picks on the mm-hmm. clock, of course, everybody wants that pick. So when that happens, say you got like two Oh two, that would be my, my personal opinion on when you should go get Cortland Sutton. Cause people are thirsty. They want a player and you're like, Hey, just give me Cortland Sutton, man. Yeah. Who's who will be another year removed from the ACL, which is when usually players get confidence in it. And who knows? Maybe Aaron Rodgers will be on the Broncos because he's taken that. I for I for Metten, whatever it is. Yeah, so he wants to be on the horse team. Uh, yeah, I mean, he wants to be on a horse yeah, team. Cortland Sutton's only 26. He only he's only been in the league for three years. He's got a lot of tread left on the tires. Uh-huh. With him being out on from the injury, he, he literally took another year off. So I, I I think he's I think he's going to be surprisingly good. I wasn't on him uh, two years ago when he first came out and started showing off, but now. The fact that Judy's there, it lowers his value a little bit, and I like that. The more, the better Judy does, the more you can get Cortland Sutton for that reason. Judy's the one. I mean, all right, let's let's keep it moving because again, timing. Okay. The next game, to. next game we got is Dolphins. The battle of one and seven teams. It was the Dolphins versus the Texans. Late injury news in this one. Tua Tagovailoa missed this game because apparently he has a fracture in his thumb on his throwing hand. So it was Jacoby Brissett season. Uh, Devontae Parker was out of this game as well. He's been placed on short-term IR, so he's out for the next three weeks. This game was uh, as ugly as you'd think it would be. Uh, Tyrod Tyrod Taylor comes back, throws three picks. Jalen Waddell, nice game, 8 for 83 in your PPR formats. Miles Gaskin, though, uh, one and a half yards of carry. Got you a (laughs) touchdown. Cool. Um, it just Houston, no one had a good day on Houston. This Nine turnovers total. The receptions, though, for Gaskin were okay. Yeah, That's nine total saving. turnovers in this game. It was the worst. It was literally the worst game in NFL history. They announced it on red zone. It was, <laughs> it was the bad. worst bad. game ever played. Um, I, I, This just tells me that when the Miami Dolphins have a high second round pick, they're probably going to take a running back. <laughs> you would think. You would yeah, think. They, they thought you that last think. year when they we were actually going. Year. They're going for Javante and they, they missed should, out because Denver they, sniped yeah. them. So at least they had that thought process. But Gaskin ain't yeah. it. I said it from the beginning of the season that he, I thought he was a trap in Dynasty and to sell him um, while you can. So far, uh, it's proven me correct. I mean, he's been usable a couple times, but then you got to predict the 10 reception, two touchdown week. Good luck. I'd rather not. Um, and Jacoby Brissett, you know, he's just a guy. He's a solid backup in your super flex leagues, and you start him here and there as you need him. I, I got nothing else for this game. If you guys don't have I anything, want, I would I, I would got love something. To All right, go ahead. So this morning... I was uh, getting out of the shower, and usually uh, I'm I'm crazy. So when I'm in the shower, I think about who I could trade for, what I could trade. 
or just things about the NFL. Cause you know, it's Sunday. I'm thinking about football. Here's a thought. The saints, when they got drew Brees, barely got him. Why? Cause the dolphins were going to sign Pepper. him. The dolphins didn't sign him because of the shoulder. They were fearful of it. So they signed Culpepper and the saints got drew Brees, who was in what year four or five of his career. Four or five. Yeah. I know because they had rivers coming in, in in San Diego. Here's my thought. The saints get Tua because the, the NFL just are like, Oh, I'm done with them. And Tua just becomes a, a clone of drew Brees for years and years. Cause Sean Payton is Sean Payton and they'll work well together. The dolphins go for Deshaun Watson, get him. And he falls apart because it's the dolphins and it's their luck. <laughs> I mean, it, that's fair. I, I was, so those I was are good. Sho- this it. has been shower thoughts with Tyler Gunther shower, shower thoughts. But I hope my main, th- my main thought here is uh, man waddle. If, if he were to get an actual decent quarterback to hit him on these 20 yard slants where he can take off and run with the ball, Waddle is going to dominate. And right now, like we're talking about buys, Waddle's a perfect buying opportunity, especially if you look at next year's first and say somebody's in love with it and you you have like 110, trade Waddle for it because there's going to be receivers there that you're going to want to take and you're going to take a chance on. Why take a chance when you can actually have a proven commodity in Waddle. I like it. All right, let's move Fair on enough. to t- Tyler's team. The Falcons almost did the typical Falcons thing. <sighs> they almost blew this game bad. Uh, the Falcons end up hanging on. Uh, Mr. Koo hits a field goal to win it. They win 27 to 25. You know, the story from this one is that Matt Ryan looks really good in this game. And uh, Cordero Patterson has to be this year's Miles Gaskin, right? Like just the surprise come out of nowhere player that is putting up crazy numbers, 126 yards receiving, making plays all over the field. Like CPAT has been insane this year, and I don't think it's going to stop. Tyler, this is your team, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hand it to you, and then we'll go to James. Uh yeah. I mean, watching this game hurts me because I'm just thinking like what Kelvin Ridley could do with these targets and how the offense moved well today. But I mean, the Falcons are, I I'm as shocked as everybody else. I thought they would fall apart in this game. I didn't think they would do much. Matt Ryan, uh, uh, excuse me, Matt Vic Ryan was running in touchdowns. He looks spry, you know, like Ben, a young Ben Roethlisberger is what he looked like (laughs) in, in the, in running the ball, but no, Matt Ryan played with confidence today and it was against the saints in the Superdome, which is insane to think about. Like the saints always dominate the Falcons in that place. And yeah, they really do. It's surprising. I mean, Pitts was taking Pitts had, you know, yeah, he had a bad catches. drop early in that game. Yeah. But I mean, he redeemed himself. He looked decent, but yeah, I want, I want to talk about Patterson and just like you said, I don't think it's going away. I think the Falcons have something. I think Patterson made him some dip, some money. That's for sure. Because I do think the Falcons bring him back. Um, I hope to God they draft a running back because Mike Davis is not the they answer. They ran the ball 25 times, 34 yards. Yep. And uh, yeah, I mean, the ragtag bunch of receivers just do something every week. Russell Gage did well. Zacche- Zacchaeus caught two touchdowns. Mm -hmm. I I mean, the offense moved and Ridley, I really hope you come back soon. I hope you get yourself right because I do miss watching him play. He's a fun player to watch. And that's what I'm going to talk about is I do think he comes back. And if you have an opportunity to snag him up, do it because I, I honestly am 99% sure he's not retiring. So if he doesn't play again this year, that's a possibility, but Hey, he'll be 27. He'll, he'll be back. The offense will kind of be gelled together in the second year. Arthur Smith. I think he'll do well again. So yeah. Uh, Kelvin Ridley should be on your watch list. Yeah. I thought Trevor Simeon played pretty well in this game, especially in your, in your super flex leagues. I had to start him in a league just cause I'm kind of like, it's Which not league good is for that? me. Comic book. Oh yeah. Uh, um, it's not great, but Trevor Simeon had a nice game here. This has been the year that you've been able to pick up 
quarterbacks and super flex, like your Colt McCoy, your Trevor Simeon, your Mike White. Um, and sell them for a fourth. Like, oh, I did yeah. Shane. I mean, Thank you, typically, Shane. <laughs> typically that doesn't happen very often, but we've seen it a lot in these last couple of weeks. James, real quick, anything to add on Falcon Saints? Uh, on the Saints side of the ball, it's Kamara and no one else. Um, I don't want to be bothered with He's anybody so on that team. Yeah. yeah I, um, that That's pretty much all I got on that. Like, and like he's you said, aged well. I like Zacchaeus. Uh, he he's come out. He caught all his targets today for 58 yards, two touchdowns. I don't know if that's going to stay consistent because Matt Ryan or Matt, whatever you call, what you Vic. call him, Matt, Matt Vic, Vic Ryan, no Matty way, Ice. Uh, <laughs> no way, Matty Ice. Uh, he, he's not consistent. He's never been consistent. He has ups and down games. He just came off a bad game last week against Carolina and then put up a good game against New Orleans. I want to see what he does against Dallas next week with the same ragtag group that he has. Hopefully, um, Dallas can score points in the first three quarters next yeah, week. Oh, will they? Will the Will Dallas come off the plane? Is the actual question? Oh gosh. <laughs> um, but about Corderell Patterson, I mean, he's thirty years old already. I I can guess. Yeah. I guess I could see him getting a one year extension, a one year contract next year. I mean, his but, career has been a bunch of one year contracts for the last found, four or five he seasons. Found, so. He found a home, and the home was Atlanta. And for years and years, all the hype on Cordero Patterson and finally he hits at 30 years old. I mean, like, that's, it, it's, it's great. It's a great story. I mean, you should sell it for to 30 for 30, but I, I don't, if they go out and buy and if they go out and draft a running back in the second round, I don't see Cordero Patterson really being that fantasy relevant in the future. The sure. the thing with this court, this running back class, it'll be a lot of third and fourth rounders. So mm-hmm. I mean, it could be to the point where Patterson is relevant again. If you're a contender, hang on to him. If you're not, you're getting a second oh, rounder you and you're sell. happy with yep. it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Sell. For sure. All right, let's move on to the next game. James, I'm going to let you do the lead in this this one because this is your team, Giants Raiders. Hey, our team's won. All of our yeah. teams won. I just realized that. It's hey. amazing. It's a great day on the DHH podcast. That's right, baby. Um, Shout out to Vontae Booker, man. Career day, 21 carries, almost hit 100 yards. Caught all three of his receptions. Who needs Saquon, right? You know, I was thinking that. The, <laughs> the thought came across my mind while watching Devontae Booker just shred through the Vegas defense. And I'm like, man, I'm like, if we really had, like, say we had a Javante Williams in this offense, a second round running back that, you know, we don't have to go for five-year contracts. I, I think Saquon... He's great. I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of his talent, but you can't utilize that talent unless you're on the field. The rest of the Giants, they really didn't do too much. Uh, Daniel Jones, very mediocre. Didn't make too many mistakes until later on in the game when he fumbled. Um, what? Daniel Jones fumbled? Oh, yeah. What? One turnover per game. I don't believe it. But I I think the, the Giants defense actually gelled, and they stopped Vegas – Xavier McKinney in the red zone three or four times they held them to field goals when they should have scored touchdowns and that's what won the game for the Giants I don't think it was so much the offense as it was the defense stopping Vegas Um, so that's concerning for me because I figured Josh Jacobs would easily have two touchdowns in this game I didn't expect Kenyon Drake to get as much passing work I was hoping it would go to Josh Jacobs but that's going to be a nuisance going forward. I don't know. Drake did get banged up a little bit in so this matchup. So I don't know what's going to happen going forward. But Hunter Renfro. Hello, Hunter I mean, Renfro. Everyone gonna, saw this coming after the, yeah, the news. After with, the loss of rugs. Yeah. Uh, you know, he had an uptick in targets. Waller finally seems healthy. Those two guys How? seem to be the ones that you want in the in the passing game for Vegas. How pissed is Bill Belichick that Renfro Renfro isn't on the Patriots? He's probably just furious. He's like, they this dra- I mean, they could have drafted him. They could have got him. He just wasn't as lunch paley and hard worker. He was he too. He was too insurance salesman for them. Was he like a fourth yeah. round pick? Yeah, Renfro. Yeah, the fifth, I think. Yeah, it was yeah, like maybe. fourth or fifth. Yeah, yeah, they could have had him absolutely. But uh, yeah, I, w- I want to talk about Jacobs. There's two things running backs have in common, and they're Zach Moss and Josh Jacobs. They never finish out the whole game ever. We call that a Lamar Miller. He did that all the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Jacobs looked awesome today. I was watching. He was running hard. And he I looks, think that's his problem. He looked really <laughs> good last week, too. Like he yeah, had he that burst, which was really nice. He's got the oomph. 
But I, I guess he's he's falling into that category where we all expected when Drake came in that his ceiling is capped due to the other running back of Kenyon Drake being in that offensive system. Uh, another one that I like next week going up against Kansas City, though. So I'm not I'm not too worried about Jacobs. Yeah. So let's get on to the next game. We got the Patriots at Panthers. There's not a lot to unpack here, except that Christian McCaffrey was back. He comes back. He gets 14 carries for 52 yards. He leads the team in receiving with 54 yards on four receptions. But but I got to tell you, he was limited. <laughs> Sam Darnold. Woof. Yeah. Really, really bad game again. Like this is the fourth straight week where Darnold has or fourth or fifth straight week where Darnold has played really, really poorly. Uh, you know, Mac Jones doesn't do anything super exciting in this game. I did love what I saw out of Ramondre Stevenson. Yes. He, had a, he had a beautiful catch and run in this game. I sat was, him against you. Damn. Yeah, he was breaking tackles. <laughs> you know, Damian Harris led the way 15 carries, 30 yards. He did score a touchdown for you. But Ramondre, Ramondre, Ramondre Stevenson was 10 for 62 and 44 yards through the air. Hunter Henry scores another touchdown. But other than that, like, this game sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I it I'm looked like gonna... JC Jackson and Sam Darnold play catch in the offseason. Yeah. That's JC pretty much what the game was. I feel I feel so bad for DJ Moore because he looked like he was taking off to another atmosphere. He got drilled and in this one. Sam Darnold up. is stopping F like he's like, no, when I'm around, you are not playing well. <laughs> like it's it's bad. And I feel bad for like it looked like the people who trusted Darnold. I mean, I got I jumped off the wagon after last year, and I was like, "Nope, not doing this." I took a roll. I rolled down a hill, a canyon. I just took my tumble, and I'm off. I tumble for you. And, and I, I mean, the, there's people that are like buying low on them, and it's just not it. No. Like, and people are like, oh, maybe it was the Jets because Wilson's not doing good. No, it wasn't. It's it not. was Darnold. It's Darnold's Darnold. a free agent after this year, right? Correct. Yes. I mean, Watson, I was reading reading an article. Apparently, teams did offer three first, but Houston Whew. wants to wait it out, apparently. That's and uh, yeah, he, I mean, it's Houston. I mean, I mean it's, it's Houston. Houston they have a it's, problem. It's not shocking <laughs> to me that they didn't take it. That should be their slogan. Really there is an opportunity for Watson to go to at least five different teams in the offseason. And honestly, every team Watson can land on, I'm loving every bit of it because there's weapons for those teams. Yeah, and I think it's going to be a crazy offseason with quarterbacks. You have Watson. I think Aaron Rodgers could be on the move. And I also oh, think low-key Russell Wilson could also be on the move um, yep. after this year. Jimmy right. Garoppolo. Definitely. Ooh. Jimmy G. So let's move on to probably the biggest surprise. I know Denver beating Dallas was a big, big surprise. We saw the Jacksonville Jaguars defeat the Buffalo Bills nine to it. six in the Josh Allen Bowl. And holy shit, was Josh Allen from the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's player of the week, defensive player of the month. Give him a team of the week Madden ultimate team card right now. Josh Allen versus Josh Allen. So the first time, you know, the same namesake has been sacked or whatever. And he also picked him off. And he also recovered a fumble. The kid was they everywhere. Were all, they're also drafted. At number seven in their respected drafts. It was awesome. It was an awesome performance from Josh Allen of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And uh, yeah. Josh Allen of the Bills, eh, not so much. Two picks. He did uh, He did give you some rushing yards. No James Robinson in this one. Uh, so Carlos Hyde, he handled all the carries, yeah. but didn't didn't do a lot with them. Diggs puts up a eh, game. It was just, this this game was ugly. So I'll give it to you guys before we move on. I mean, there's really not too much to say. One good surprise was Dan Arnold. I like Dan Arnold He's been in consistent. the Jacksonville offense um, for a tight end to change teams like he did and, and be heavily targeted week after week. I mean, we look at his targets. Solid. He has not had less than five targets over the last four games now that he's played in. And I'm I was intrigued when he played in Arizona and intrigued when he moved to Carolina. And the move to Jacksonville, it seems like they want him in that system urban meyer relies on him in that system and he seems to be like a safety valve for uh t law so i i i'm i'm all about uh dan arnold guys what are we doing with lavisca oh selling if i can so we oh. talked about Pittman, and in a league i hopped on the lavisca train and traded Pittman for lavisca straight up Ooh. and i am kicking myself Ugh. 
furious with yourself every like i've made a lot of dumb trades this year and a, and a lot of good ones i mean I, i'll sure. i'll pat myself on the back but man that one's got to be top five for me the ones that hurt the most and uh i mean rascal flat style <laughs> i don't know what that nobody means. got that right that that was, yeah, what music, hurts dude. the most oh fair enough all right let's move on to a game that had a lot more scoring other than 15 points we had 65 points from the ravens and vikings this one goes to overtime, so he gets a little bit of extra fantasy goodness out of this one. 34-31, Baltimore. Justin Jefferson has a long touchdown early and then was kind of quiet. Dalvin Cook looked really good. He looks 100% healthy again, so I love the usage for Dalvin. Thielen gives you nothing. And for the Ravens, Hollywood Brown was having a rough game, but he turns it around and gets 116 yards. Lamar leads the way with 120 on the ground. Three passing touchdowns. Lamar is elite. And uh, I, I actually thought he would do better in this game due to Harrison Smith being out for the Vikings and their secondary being not good to begin with. So, mm. Tyler, talk to me about Vikings and Ravens. So, w- whenever we talk about a Vikings game, expect it to be an overtime or game-winning kick or something like that because <laughs> that is what Minnesota is. I thought the defense played outstanding the first half. They were they were really, really doing well against them. And then halftime happened and we fell apart i mean danzler went down as well we're, and, and we're missing daniel hunter for the season yeah. it's uh-huh. i mean our defense isn't good we like doug said we should have got roasted easily bateman i thought looked great uh he was catching first down after first down for him he's the safety blanket for lamar which hurts mark andrews who didn't take off till the second half uh marquise brown fourth quarter and overtime hero that that's pretty much it i mean yeah. he stepped up and he helped win that game uh andrews went down with an injury for a little bit he got back up came back in the game he's just fine but i mean for the viking side you pretty much said it it's delvin cook and that i mean jefferson saved himself with a touchdown tyler conklin's usage is still looking good though i like conklin he was a good play this week, Conklin. If um, anything, it says go get Irv Smith. But he's not as consistent. You know, that's the only. My but he only hasn't been given. He that. hasn't been given the opportunity to be because he had Kyle Rudolph last year. Baltimore's way. Baltimore's goal line defense was amazing, actually. Uh, yeah. Stopping Dalvin Cook on the goal line multiple times, which I was like, oh, Cook's getting in for sure here. I look away and they stop him. And actually, Kirk Cousins got his touchdown right after that. I, I think it was like in the third quarter. And yeah. it seems like Minnesota just takes their foot off the gas. Like they don't play full four four quarters in every game. And and that's why the Ravens were able to come back and win. Um, and, you know, Devontae Freeman, man. Wow. Like he's actually looking pretty good for how old is he? What, 30 38 at least 30 (laughs) i think he's like 30 no he's 29 Um, but looks 40 but um, it's true uh but yeah man uh i i think the ravens are are definitely setting a precedence in the league to be one of the top teams to beat going forward and they do have super bowl hopes that's for sure i can't i can't wait for gus bus and jk to come back oh man uh, i i miss jk dobbins this season so badly yeah as do i all right let's move on We've got the Chargers at the Eagles to start off our 4 o'clock games. This was the only 4.05 kickoff. And, uh, you know, I got to say it's frustrating as a Devonta Smith uh, redraft rosterer. Uh, You know, in the matchups that he could smash in and they're good on paper, he doesn't do anything. And in this matchup, or uh, L.A. rather, has been one of the best teams against the pass. And he pops off on this one. Five for 116 and a touchdown. I'm like, great. I left him on my freaking bench. Um, As did so, I. so awesome for Devonte Smith boo to Mike Williams though. Like where has Mike Williams gone? Do we know what's going on with Mike Williams? Because he started off on fire. He was the number one wide receiver for a few weeks. And then he started to dip a little bit. Cooper cup took over, but Mike Williams, he, the thing about Mike early in the season was consistency. He was getting a ton of targets the last few games. It's been all Keenan Allen in the passing game. Um, and Donald Parham. Hey. Uh, so I'm getting concerned with Mike Williams He's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. Do you think Mike Alf- Mike Williams can go to a team and be an alpha, James? Yes, yes, I do. And and the reason why he's been pretty much not 
putting up fantasy points over the past couple of weeks is the teams he's playing. Look at the the secondary and the cornerbacks that he had to go up against. Marlon Humphrey against Baltimore, J.C. Jackson in New England, and then he got shadow covered today by Darius Slay. Those things slow you down. He is not used to being an alpha wide receiver, and I guess this is a learning curve for him later in his career. He was targeted five times. He dropped one ball that sh- he should have had. The other two were misthrows. Um, and he had and he had dropped one in the end zone. I, I I'm, I've always been a fan of Mike Williams. I know he can put together great games. It, they are going to be hit or miss. I think he actually stays with the Chargers. I, I think they get him, sign him to another contract, like at least another three-year deal, and he stays there, stays put, and he is the alpha going forward. Because Keenan Allen, how many years does he have? Does he have left? What two years left on his contract? I think they yeah. make a, they they take a shot with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen in this offense. And I don't think Mike Williams goes anywhere. And Donald Parham Jr., who will be the guy once Jared Cook is out of the picture. Love him. Love it as well. On all uh, of my taxi spots. The crazy thing in this game is, so the Eagles only threw the ball 17 times. They ran the ball 39 times. So this is two straight weeks that the Eagles have been really super run heavy. They said they were and, going to be. <laughs> yeah, and so they delivered on it. I mean, there was only four different receivers that caught passes in this game, which is wild to me in an NFL game. The biggest surprise to me was the the amount of work that Jordan Howard got. 17 carries for 71 yards and a touchdown. Gainwell gets a touchdown, but he only carried the ball two times. Yeah, And then Boston Scott, he had 10 carries for 40 yards. Like, where the heck did Jordan Howard come from? Like, and... I'm I'm mad because I have Miles Sanders on my well, IR. I was going to say, why would they start running the ball now Miles without Sanders. Miles Sanders? Exactly. So, so mad. I mean, this may be an opportunity. If this is what they're going to do moving forward. Go get forward, Miles Sanders. Go get Miles Sanders. And you yeah. can probably get him pretty inexpensive considering he's hurt. And he hadn't mm-hmm. produced before he got hurt. So yeah. I would I would look at it as, as the offensive scheme going forward for the Eagles because Hertz didn't really throw the ball until later in the game, and he only threw the ball 17 times total. Yep. Exactly. So they're trying to reel him too. back. They're trying to reel him back. They're they're not trying. They're trying to eliminate the mistakes. He did not turn the ball over at all today. They Shout didn't throw a Jaylen single. Hertz. They didn't throw a single pass to the running backs. No receptions out of the backfield. Correct. Another correct. wild stat, right? You're yeah. Like, it's really? just like he's not that. What they did in the beginning of the season obviously was not working. And they're trying to switch it around. They're trying to run the ball and see what what they can do uh, on defense and see if they can win the game like that. But it's not working either way. I think they're just losing for draft picks at this point. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, definitely go get Miles Sanders. The usage should be really good when he comes back. And I love Miles Sanders' talent. So Uh, so let's get on to Packers and Chiefs. Uh, This game, you know, we all know that Aaron Rodgers was out because of the COVID whatever. Um. But I assume that the Chiefs, this would be kind of like a not a get right game per se, because the Packers defense has been playing well. But man, this game was an ugly, ugly watch. The Packers don't score until late in the fourth quarter. Jordan Love, his first NFL start. I thought he played okay. I didn't think he he didn't puke all over his shoes. Nothing special. No, but on the road in Kansas City, a really tough task for a rookie quarterback who's starting on short notice, more or less. But the Chiefs offense, James, I am concerned. Mahomes. This is a few weeks now that the Chiefs offense, you know, they were scoring 30 points a game and now they're struggling to score 20. So I don't know what it is, but, you know, Kelsey has a a bounce back game because he played the worst I've ever seen him play last week. Mm -hmm. He comes back five for 68 and a touchdown. He looks relatively normal. Tyreek doesn't do much with what he's given. They ran the ball a lot in this one. Darrell Williams, you know, had 19 carries. But this was just this was a weird, weird game for me. What were your thoughts? Same. It was weird. I didn't expect Green Bay to win uh, just because of Jordan Love. And I was waiting to see what Jordan Love would do, considering that the Giants almost and should have probably beaten Kansas City last week. I was thinking maybe Jordan Love, if he's actually good, he does have some decent weapons around him. Um, But he really didn't. He he targeted Devontae Adams, which everybody would think 14 times <laughs> but his one target in the end zone to Alan Lazard was the actual first touchdown in his career which was which was you know it was great nice play nice. by Lazard by the way it was a great pass to Lazard in the end zone uh but his only target like I I think Jordan Love is a backup quarterback for a reason I am not going out and trying to invest in Jordan Love 
for next year. I don't see him being a I better bet Tyler is. Yeah, I know. I Tyler is like the king of the backup quarterback or the or the second string quarterback going into his starting career. But I I really don't think I don't think Jordan Love is the answer in Green Bay. I I really don't. That's my personal. How opinion. about this backfield split we're seeing though? Like Aaron Jones, they signed him to the big long term deal, and now we're seeing you know he has twelve carries. Well, Dylan, it. Dylan has eight split. and Dylan has four receptions for 44 yards. Like I said in, on the trophy time podcast that I thought AJ Dylan was going to have flex appeal, even with Aaron Jones. I didn't even think it was going to be like the usage is kind of surprising, but I think Dylan's got some talent. So super interesting. Aaron Jones, two targets, zero receptions. Like that's who you use in this matchup against the chiefs with a, a young quarterback. You dump off to Aaron Jones. Like it's simple. <laughs> But I mean, he that. was playing. He was playing equal to the game script, and the plays that AJ Dillon were it was in. It, it seemed like Jordan Love was just looking to get bailed out. He was about to get hit, uh, and then Dillon took the ball from like receiving. I was the told ball that and, Dillon and, could and, not catch. But yeah, that I, seems to be I, untrue. I, I mean, that was a BS line. You know, he just because he, he didn't did catch, it. he just can't catch what? balls at Boston College. Yeah, he doesn't he have didn't hands, do it in Boston apparently. College. I mean, that's that's everybody said about his rookie profile that he mm -hmm. couldn't catch the ball because he only had 30 receptions in his four years at Boston. But uh, yeah, no, Dylan is is really really good, and it's yeah. only a matter of time. Uh, in the NFL, we they they are looking for a a one A and a one B, and the the Packers they have that. If they want to continue with this operation, I don't think it matters really. Who is throwing the quarterback? Uh, who's throwing the ball as quarterback? If they have those two guys and they're you and they're get running late in the full, season when the weather gets cold, exactly. I, and they're both capable of catching the ball out of the backfield and and relieving each other. So I can see them both being fantasy relevant. Obviously, Aaron Jones is always already, but yeah. for Dylan to outscore him thirteen to five to five in fantasy points today, it makes you wonder. Is this the time where it's going to start to transition to AJ Dillon? I started, or do they let him play and then try to trade him away? Yeah, I started trading away Aaron Jones before the season started, and because I kind of had a, a, I had a feeling this 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 could happen. Now Aaron Jones is still fantasy relevant, obviously. Of course, yes. But I, you know, I I traded him away for T Higgins and some picks in a league, and I love Aaron Jones. I'm like the original Aaron Jones guy. Like I was getting him in the third round of every rookie draft. Um, but you know, you gotta, you gotta know when to hold them and no one to fold them. And you know, the, you look at the age, you look at Dylan and I was like, you know what? It's time. I love you, Aaron, but it's time to move on. Um, and that's, and that's looking like it was a pretty solid move for me in, in the spots that I did do that. Um, but that's the kind of thing you have to approach with a running back in dynasty is that they have a shelf life. And once another running back comes in that was drafted in the second round, it's like, okay, writing's on the wall. If Aaron Jones is going to have one great last year, and you see it ahead, you got to kind of move and be ahead of the game instead of behind it. So, Tyler, any thoughts on Packers Chiefs here now that you've rejoined us? Thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, Mahomes looks bad. He does not look normal. He made one Mahomes-like play. And, uh, yeah, I'm starting to get worried. I'm starting to get worried. 20 of 37, 166 he, yards at home. He, yeah, like the whole – it was almost like Jordan Love was facing himself. Like that was the whole – He's looking look. lovingly in a mirror. <laughs> and I just, it, it's scary. And I don't know what it is. I don't like, is it defenses? I, I mean, they should have roasted Green Bay's defense and they didn't. I think it's a Mahomes thing. And that's, I mean, I, I used to be like, ah, oh, it can't be Mahomes. It, it can't be. It is. It's a Mahomes thing. And maybe it's the, I'm the best too young. Famous a hell of a drug. <laughs> too much in his head. Is it possibly the offensive line not giving him enough time like they did before? They have like who is that rookie that they got? That's one he's of very the good. Best, yeah, the best the Creed pass Creed blocking. Humphrey. Yeah, yeah he's the center, like the yeah. best pass blocking center in the league with receivers wide open. And like it doesn't help Michael Hardman's dropping every single pass. I'll throw you everything. They, but see, they need... here's the problem. Here's the problem, Tyler. Where do where do we stop making exceptions for Mahomes or excuses for Mahomes? Because exactly. I believe what you just said. Mahomes may be, he's definitely in a slump. I mean, his numbers say that. 
But how much can we say, yes. oh, it's the team, it's McCole Hardman. It, you know, this week it was Tyreek Hill that wasn't playing up to his full potential. Last week it was Kelsey. Like, is the answer CEH in this backfield? Like, is yeah, that Darrell Williams is that, looked good? Because Darrell Williams looked pretty well. I mean, he ran the belt ball well, 19 carries, 70 yards. I mean, I don't want to take that away from him, but it, it just seems like the offensive line could not get a push on this Green Bay defense which we all in the past thought it would have been <laughs> so, easy just to run through. I got a theory. It just popped in my head. Okay, let's hear it. Mahomes just had a kid. We we all have kids here. Yes. Oh, God. New. Daddy. New, new, new dad. Right Daddy here. tiredness. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, okay. I can relate to that. First yeah. of all, the dude's worth half it's a billion idea. dollars. He ain't tired. He's got living nannies at his house. Yes. Like, I don't he, even want to hear He has the au pair. Jazz, it's called an au pair. If, it's an know. au pair if you're fancy. Maybe he took too much on at once. I mean, he owns half the Royals. Doesn't he own another, like the soccer team, the Kansas City soccer team? I think he bought a share of them. Yeah, but I, here's I the thing: these, chalk, these athletes invest. They don't do anything. They we're just have chalk this up to being daddy tired. I mean, no, I'm not. Uh, it, I'm not taking that scroll Mahomes. down narrative street. It's, it's Mahomes. Mahomes. It's Mahomes. They he he's not playing with confidence, is what I'll say. He's not. No, I think he's playing with too much confidence. And that's See, I problem. think that's the thing that really builds. He builds off of his momentum. He's, play, he's not playing with confidence. He's playing with cockiness, and it's there. Sh- it and is. He's shooting himself in the foot. Yes. Yep. And when he plays with confidence, he's Mahomes. But if he's not making that Mahomes like play and stuff, and people aren't looking at him in that light, when I everybody think mentally... pumps up your head to the size of a hot air balloon, you think you walk on water, and you think you're God's gift. It's like it's Baker's a, second year. Oh, hold on. Here's Mahomes coming. Hey, excuse me. I just want to, I, I mean, it's just, uh, the game has been really tough for me. I got a new kid coming in and, uh, you know, it's just really tough connection. here. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. Uh, hopefully everybody that stayed this long for the podcast says it's worth it. I would like to thank you for staying for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I got voices, folks. It's true. Oh, All right. yeah. All right, let's... Head. <laughs> I hear voices. What is this? Randy Orton? Where's he at? <laughs> oh my god is he gonna give me the finisher like in the famous meme i would love that actually all right <laughs> let's move on the last game that we want to talk about is the arizona cardinals so no kyler murray no <sighs> my problem. biggest concern with kyler no problem apparently no kyler murray no deandre hopkins chase edmund gets hurt really early in this one he only had one carry for three yards and he's out for the rest of the game so in steps james Kana. Who, who gets 21 carries, 96 yards. I'm here yards. to save the game. I'm here oh, to God. score three touchdowns. Save your guys' Arnold. I'm Everybody here to score try. points. On Get to page. the end zone, sissy lad. Come on, See, throw me the ball, goddammit. I forgot what comedian says. Every person has a Schwarzenegger voice. And That's every person doesn't do it well. Like, it's just like, Are you saying I don't do a good Arnold? You're insane. I, I thought I do it pretty good. Everybody who does it thinks they do it well. I don't like this, until where this they, conversation's going. I, I think of you us need to shut your right. mouth, Tyler. You son of a no, bitch. Back to James Conner. Let's Sissy go to Conner. Not do it alone. All right. So James Conner, he's the star of the show, right? Three touchdowns, almost 200 yards of total offense. I thought this was a crap matchup for him. So I was like, yeah, I'm not on James Conner this week. Sorry to Zach who follows me on Twitter and asked me that. <laughs> Whoops. Um, I did start Christian Kirk in a bunch of leagues. And he went six for 91, also through a 33-yard pass, I think. Uh, no touchdowns, but I mean, I think Kirk is going to be a fun free agent to see where he goes in the offseason um, because I think the, I think Kirk can ball. On he the could up- get beamed up. It's true. <laughs> oh, boy. Get it. Uh, Colt yeah. McCoy does a nice job in spot duty. 249 and a touchdown. Looked okay. Didn't make the, any mistakes, really. No. That's the important That's, part. On yep. the other side of the ball, George Kittle was back. Now, I've been off of George Kittle in fantasy, and this performance surprised me. He went oh, six for back. 101 and a touchdown. But also who's back? It's Brandon Ayuk. Thank God. Woo. Off the snag. He has restored his value, folks. Thank 89 God. yards and a touchdown on eight targets. Debo was a little quiet in this one, but he's nursing an injury. Um, yeah, I mean, this game so, was – it was interesting. Rumors, Tyler, go ahead. Rumors have it him and Shanahan Rumor had a little back it. and forth. Yes. And uh Ayuk kind of stepped up. Like, he fumbled in like, this game and did not go immediately into the doghouse, like, which was good. I I mean I was nervous when that happened, but so I think was for I. Ayuk, 
there's like I think he pretty much is like, hey man, like I, I think he stood up to Shanahan, which how I was mean, your wide receiver one in this class, man? Nobody really does stand me. up to Trust Shanahan, me. and I think he might like. I, I didn't read the whole story, so what I heard too many words was that they had a one on one, not enough pictures. They, ta- they talked about it, <laughs> yeah. and Shanahan flat out told him that he was not doing enough in practice. He was only. Worried right. about when the ball was in his hands. Man. He wasn't worried about the full team effort. And he said, you better step it up in practice or I'm not going to play you. And that's why we saw Trent Sherfield come in. Uh, and sure enough, Ayuk was like, okay. He did a reality check. Was like, all right, I want to be here. I want to be a part of this. And he started practice more. And here he is leading the offense in fantasy points. I'm I'm happy with it. I was hoping that this would be a great game for Ayuk to come back to and and actually gain some value. And I, I'm I'm ecstatic about the it real, actually because I have a couple shares that I was like, I can't do anything with this guy right the now. The real question is is how fancy of a cup Kyle Shanahan uses to smell his own farts. <laughs> I actually remember the Indiana I, Jones. I was gonna say I think it's the actually the plain one. The, yeah, the Carpenter's chose- Cup. Holy. But he's the face melts. So I I am not a fan of Shanahan because of what he did to Atlanta. He he lost us the Super Bowl. I will always say he did because he Foot never yes. Yeah. He, not only that, he and you the know defense didn't do too well. He either, didn't but, run yeah. the ball, which was the issue. He could have ran out the clock by running the ball, but he didn't. He'd wanted to throw and shove it down the Patriots' throat, which was not smart. We all know that. That's not smart. So I'm not, I haven't been a a fan of Shanahan. My, I I posted something on Twitter, just food for thought. Uh, What if the 49ers trade for Rogers? Because Shanahan just needs to win. I mean, that was the rumor, right? They, they made an offer, right? Like before the the third overall pick and something else. And And the Packers are like, no, I could see Rogers going to San Francisco for sure. But would the, the because he fits is, into is the it, hippie culture there, like he's got greasy hair, his his future yeah. wife is eating clay, like you know, there's a lot of weird things going on with crunchy granola Rogers, who I hate with the, the passion of a million yeah. sons. So um, San Francisco would be great, or Seattle would be another team because I, like you know they're all into that holistic, the, natural, like don't take showers type thing. The That's whole thing with Seattle, that, but you know what I mean. The whole thing with that is I'm a Trey Lance fan. I like Trey Lance. The whole thing with that. Is Ooh, Dante Foreman starting to cook? Do the yeah, Packers yes. trade for Trey Lance, or do they keep Jordan Love, who they spent a first on? Because I mean, we got another coach that seems like, oh, I'm, I'm right, you're wrong type style. In the the floor. It's and, gonna be hard to say what they're gonna do. And I mean, after I mean, Rodgers is off the squad, then it's if Rodgers moves to San Francisco, I could see him there for three years. Now that leaves Trey Lance on the bench for three years if they don't that trade him. Suck. Unless they rough. trade Trey Lance, <laughs> which I doubt they will, because they gave up a ton of draft capital for him. Yes, it's it's a scenario also one of the I thought of, of, like why they might not trade for Rodgers because they have a lot invested in Lance. Yes, correct. And if and if they do that, it shows. And if there's anyone Shanahan. cocky enough, it's Shanahan to be like, "This is the guy I got. I'm going to try to make him great." Because Shanahan uh, has a bit of an ego. Let's my play. last little dynasty snippet from this game from the Arizona San Francisco game. Eno Benjamin. He came in I nine carries, Eno. 39 yards. I loved him in Arizona State. He got into the end zone, 4.3 yards that? per carry. Did you see that te- and if like Chase that. Edmonds misses more time, they are going to utilize Eno Benjamin because this is a two running back system. They are sure. not going to just keep giving it to James Conner. He will wear down, he will get hurt. So I think Eno Benjamin is a nice little pickup if he's available. Throw him on your taxi squad, see if it blossoms. And then even if you can get a fourth or a third round pick for him later towards the draft, who knows? He might actually, he might, he he's probably worth something right now. And he's sitting on waivers. Love, love Ian. And that run, man, he laid Great. somebody out. Yeah. He laid somebody out. Like I loved it. It was good. He's also my favorite athlete ever named Eno. So there is that as well. All right. We're going to wrap up anything else guys. Before on that. We, on that, yeah. on that <laughs> before we head out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good. Hey, I just want to give a shout out to trophy smack. We didn't do any sponsor talk. Sorry, guys. I got I got distracted with other things, talking about games I don't want to buy and whatnot. But uh, so Trophies Mac, make sure you check them out if you need a grill, a belt, a trophy. You'd co- use code DHH Ring to get yourself a sixty dollar value free 
fantasy ring. Maybe you can give it to the guy that scores the most points. Maybe you keep it for yourself. There's all sorts of things that you can do with it. Uh, so make sure code DHHring on trophysmack.com. Also want to thank our sponsor, Fantasy Points. Go on to fantasypoints.com. If you're looking for an advantage, we're in the part of the season where it's vital that you get wins because the goal is to just make the playoffs and you need as many wins as possible. So go on to Fantasy Points. You can go on, subscribe, but they also have some free content on there as well. There's lots of different podcasts. We are part of the Fantasy Points family. So if you like to listen to podcasts, you know, you love DHH and we appreciate you greatly for it. Check out the other podcasts on there. They're really, really good. There's awesome content on there. So check out fantasypoints.com. And that's all I got. You want to buy any gear? You can go to Viridian Global. So you can check out all the DHH gear, sweatshirts, t-shirts, all those things. Make sure you go on Apple iTunes, leave a rating and review. We would love that as well. You know, good things, bad things. We want to hear it all. Just don't be a jackass. That's all I ask. Um, but that's all I got. So for James and Tyler, this has been Dynasty Happy Hour. We'll see you next week.